0: Welcome into the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. Today is Tuesday, June 13th, and it was the first day of the Ravens' mandatory minicamp. The Ravens got out there on the practice field today, and we also had a chance to hear from head coach John Harbaugh and some key players, including wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. and defensive lineman Justin Matabike. They talked with reporters before practice today, and let's kick it off with head coach John Harbaugh
1: with Odell being here, what do you kind of expect as far as his level of participation in practice? Right,
2: uh, well, you know, he's gonna be full go in terms of health and all that, but I also expect us to ramp up a lot of our guys. You know, we're gonna see where guys are at. We're not gonna be in a hurry to throw guys out there too much, too many reps. Uh, We wanna get a feel for everything. He's learning the offense for the first time, just like a a lot of guys have been. So uh, I think it will be a, a kind of a see as we go, go through individual, take a few reps, in group and team and, and see how he and the other guys feel, and we'll go from there.
3: Don, we saw during OTAs
1: that Baitman was doing individual and working off to the side. Are you expecting him to be a part of
2: the team? Not expecting Bait to be a part of it right now. He uh, he had a, a, a shot you know, for healing purposes, cortisone-type deal, so that'll keep him out for a couple days. So we just decided to just let him keep rehabbing and uh, make sure he's he's ready to go for training camp.
1: Hey coach, with J.K. Dobbins being here, how do you see the potential of bringing the best out
2: of him under the Monkey's offense? Yeah, I, that's a great point. I think that is something that uh, J.K. is excited about, Todd's excited about, we all are. It's going to be interesting how he fits in because J.K. has got a lot of dynamic ability, you know, backfield motion, wide plays, inside plays, even the A-gap plays that we've always run. As a receiver out of the backfield, I think he's got a lot of potential. So I'm very excited about J.K. and how he's going to fit in here.
1: Back to Odell for a second. With the heights he kind of reached as a receiver in this league, and, and him coming back after you know two, almost two years off, is yeah. that is that add juice to your, your room? Is that add juice to going on the field today?
2: Well, I mean, you love great players and great people and guys who love football, you know. And the one thing I've seen about Odell, like all of our guys, is he loves football. And the other thing that we like is guys who want to be here. And he's very excited to be here. He wants to be here, so that combination is good. You know, any any football coach loves that. But he's a, he's a highly decorated player, without question. Has been in all the big battles. You know, over the years, uh, he's he's worked really hard to get himself back to this point where he's you know he's excited to go, and he's I'm sure he's a little anxious and you know anticipating getting back on the field for the first time. So. You know, we're not going to go crazy out here, but I think it's a good first step for him. And of course, we're excited that he's here. We're excited that all of our guys are here.
1: John, did your entire roster report to camp? Yes. John, Michael Pierce is someone we have seen throughout the spring, football school OTAs, everything with him coming back from the injury. How long was he booked and you know, what are your expectations for him? Considering you didn't have him very long last
2: year. This? Right, exactly. Michael Pierce has looked great. He's been here every day. He's worked extremely hard, moving very well. I think he's very determined. You know, I mean, Michael was on a trajectory, and then all of a sudden had a couple of injuries that sidetracked him the last few years. So I think he's very determined to kind of get back on track that way and uh, have high expectations for him.
4: What about Manabike, Coach? We're going to be talking to him later. What are you looking
3: for him?
2: Yeah, I expect him to take off, you know, even to, and just really, and I say take off, but kind of continue on the same track, uh, take the next step as a player. I think he's going to have a great year.
1: John, I know it may not be too competition mode just yet, but with the wide receiver room, it looks like this may be probably the most competitive group you've had in camp in a while. Are you excited just about the competition within that position? group?
2: Yeah, I was looking at a picture. Uh, actually, it was in our my basement. You know, above, I got this pool table. It's one of those old, like, um, pool room, pool tables, you know, where you got to put the coin in it, except now you don't have to put the coin in it, right? But you still got to push the button. And above that is a picture of, is Jacoby, Torrey, Steve Smith are in there and we're like doing something to practice, you know? I thought that was a good group, right? Yeah. This group rivals that group, you know, and it might be the best, we'll see. I mean, that's up to it's up to them to determine that, but I'm very excited about those guys. John, there've been a, uh, a lot of stories over the last few months about guys around the league being investigated for gambling. Just, just curious, what do you guys do to make sure that your players know what they can do and what they can't do. And does it worry you ever that, that maybe there are a few confusing points in there that, that it's hard for guys to, to know exactly? It does concern you that, you know, it's not always too clear. I mean, the clearest thing would be just stay away from it, but, you know, guys are going to be on vacation and they, they, may, they may play blackjack or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. If they do that, if that's what they do. But it is very clear in terms of sports gambling, in terms of where you can be during the season, those kind of things, and in terms of not betting on, on football you know, period, end of story. Uh, that's uh, pretty darn clear. So I don't think it's that hard to figure out, really. If you if you want to push it, then you're probably doing yourself a disservice, putting yourself at risk. And if you have any questions, you should ask before you get into anything, right? Um, so I think the rules are fair and smart and good. And we spent a lot of time yesterday talking about it with the guys. Even Eric came down and, and talked to the guys about it. So. Um, Our guys should understand what's going on. Talking about that specifically? Talking about gambling specifically, right. John, is there anyone else that you pulled out for today, just injury-wise? Not that I can think of off the top of my head, but I'm probably forgetting somebody. If you want to give me a name, I'll remember the guys, though. Jalen Pepe. Jalen Pepe's out. Jalen is going to do uh, ACT and some individual. Um, Pepe's going to be out uh, probably uh, maybe even – he tells me he's going to be back to start training camp. We'll see. That's where he's at with his process.
1: As far as with Odell, you know he has, he's still kind of new to everything here. I mean, what's be kind of your impression? Because I mean, everyone kind of has this these thoughts of Odell, and they, they always see him and he has this certain image. What's kind of been your impression of him?
2: My impression of Odell Beckham has been nothing but I love the guy. I mean, he's a pro. He's a he's a he's he's what you would expect from a world class athlete. He's a highly competitive guy. He uh, he wants to play at the highest level and only the highest level. He's not interested in not playing and performing at the very highest level uh, from everything i've heard he's a he's a big-time practice player uh I, everything i've seen he's a big-time train train himself guy you know workout guy get ready to play so you know those are the things that you always respect and i don't think you can perform at the level he's performed at or some of the guys i think back to uh terrell owens for instance you know we had him in philadelphia he came in all the hype and all those things from the personality standpoint nobody worked hard at practice nobody worked hard in the weight room. The guy came to special teams meetings. I mean, he was into football, you know? So, um, to me, those kind of guys reach that level for a reason. And, you know, he's in a place in his career where I think he feels like he has a lot to prove at this point. And uh, I think he feels like he's going to be the healthiest he's been in a few years. So, let's go. I
1: think you said that you were getting sort of updates on O'Dell's training um, when he was out in what, Arizona.
3: Uh, you know, is the, was there anything about those
1: dispatches that popped out to you or anything that you saw that's like, oh, man, yeah, this guy.
2: Does this – he goes hard. Yeah, not really. I mean, it's hard to watch a video and see too much, but I trust him, and uh, I'm sure he's ready to go. John, you've
1: the uh, competition to the White right, House, left, left guard. Right? Is there any other positions or roles that you kind of can focus on specifically with the competition leading <laughs> in the main
2: tournament now? Of course. I mean, every position you focus on and every position's got a different kind of a – Priority list to it, Um, but you know we'll we'll be looking at in the secondary. We'll be looking to kind of firm up our different roles back there, corner inside and outside. Uh, That'll be something that'll be important. Our outside backers, you know, young, kind of plug those guys into their spots, see uh, how they emerge. Uh, D line certainly, you know, what the rotations are going to be. Offensive line, you talked about already. Um... John, you
4: mentioned that you're excited about seeing how Lamar. Takes on a new freedom of calling plays at the line or changing plays. Obviously, you trust him to do that. How do his responsibilities change, and does his preparation change as he takes on that? What might be more responsible? Well,
2: I mean, Lamar's always prepared really hard, like 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 everybody. I mean, but it's uh, it's going to be a different type of preparation because it's going to be different things he's going to be responsible to be looking at. You know, it'll be a different different lens he's going to be looking through. So in terms of the way the offense has been built, every offense is built a little differently, so he's looking at certain things that he will be looking, that he wasn't looking at before in a certain way, uh, the way it's worded, the way Todd teaches it, the way the offensive coaches have put it together will be his perspective on it. So I think he'll study differently. Uh, I, I do think it's going to fit Lamar. I've told him that. We had a great talk about it yesterday. I think it's going to fit the way he sees the game really well. That's the hope. He feels that way right now, so now we just got to get to work and you know, let it rip and see what happens. Yep. All set? Great. Thank That's
0: you. So we also talked with wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. He arrived in Baltimore this week for mandatory minicamp. and Odell was the big free agent acquisition for the team this offseason. He is going to be a key piece of this offense, and it was good to hear from him, and here's what he had to say in talking with reporters.
3: First impressions, Odell, being here. Not really the first, but... You know, just happy to be back in the building. Um, Been away from the game for a little bit of time, so uh, it just feels good to to finally be back here and, you know, get things going.
1: Will this practice feel, I mean, you've had a lot of practices in your career. Uh, Will this practice be any different just because it's been a while since, you know, the the injury in the Super Bowl could be an after on the
3: field? Um, I don't necessarily know. I think. just come here with the mindset, you know, we're all professionals in this, um, and just get back to having fun, you know. Uh, learn the playbook, you know. It's a lot. There's still a lot of, you know, things to do. So I think the focus is just, you know, have fun, you know, stay locked in, be a pro.
1: Adele, can you can you even develop some kind of chemistry this week uh, doing what you're doing? I mean, what what are your goals in this mini camp? What do you want to get accomplished?
3: Uh, I mean, you know. Chemistry is, is going to develop over time, I think. Uh, I know I'll be down in Florida training with them. So we'll have plenty of time. It's not something that you know, I'm worried about. You know The most important thing is getting ready for you know, a season coming up in September, and that's when we play. Uh, I think just being here, being around the guys, you know, being around your, your brothers, uh, just getting to know people. and you know, Like I said, just be a pro.
2: You guys already, you guys already have plans in, in place. Florida, even that. Lamar, right? Yeah.
0: Training with it, yeah. So you guys already have plans
3: in place after this? to Yeah. yeah we've been talked about it all off-season. We're supposed to catch some time in AZ, catch some time in Miami, but it's something that, you know, it's not really uh, a thing.
1: What do you expect your participation level of practice
4: to be over the next few
3: days? I mean, I don't know. I don't have like a set play amount or a number that's in my head. I think it's just, like I said, you come here, be a pro. You get your reps. Get your work. You talk. Um, you know. You don't have to always build chemistry, so to say, by you know, taking reps. It could be you know a communication thing. How do you see it? And then, like I say, we have a whole offseason um, or after this camp breaks to to really get it going.
4: Yeah, well, you, um, you posted a
1: real
3: positive
1: post about your progress,
4: of Black miles month from your foot, or excuse me, your knee. I'm sorry. Yeah. Where I know you're focusing towards week one, but where are you right now? Do you feel like to that elusive 100 uh, percent?
3: I mean, I don't know. I've I've been asked this question all my career, and I've never given a percent or number because then, it, you know, you say you're 100, and then it, it just is not really a good um, question set up for me. So I'm just I'm where I'm at right now. It's uh, still in my process, and um, just trying to gear up and get ready for week one.
1: It's safe to say that you feel good about where you are. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I feel good. It's, it feels good to be able to get out of bed and not feel, um, you know, pain. It feels good to feel like if I needed to take off running right now, I could take off running. You know, it, it, um, it's it been a, a long journey this time around um, and it was its own process. So I just had to take that for what it was.
1: Odell, what's your familiarity with this offense? I know you've had a history with Tom Markin. Is it a lot of similarities from the last time
3: you were with him? Yeah, I mean, I was it was a while ago, but it's all the same. Like football is all different verbiage and language. It was a foreign language. You just you know, readjusting to different words. But, you know, conceptually there's a lot of things where, you know, it might've been called here over there and it's called this over here. So um, just, you know, familiarizing myself with the, the offense, the playbook, everything. Like I said, the most important thing for me was just getting back to being healthy um, and the rest will always take care of itself.
0: You're not in a jersey getting on the field today. Like, is that,
3: Emotional is that meaningful? I think it is. I think um, I've been trying to you know not think about it uh, so much because there's been so many disappointments and I just I've been in a good mental mental headspace to where I've tried to downplay um, this, but I definitely think that I'll be excited to be able to put a jersey on and you know go out and, and do the thing that you've done your whole life and uh, what you love to do so I'm excited about that.
2: But they're it, okay, really in the you same think room with the Chad in
0: Arizona for all of the teams. Where would you say, like, when you, you know, when you're doing all your, um, you know, your routes and all that other stuff, and you're thinking about your speed, where do you think you are now at this point, and where you were, what you were trying to build to compared to when you were in Arizona doing that workout for all those teams?
3: Um, I mean, I'm definitely better. I got more time, mm-hmm. you know. It, it was feels like that was so long ago, and I don't know um exactly how far it was, but I feel good. Uh, like I said, I don't have a number or a percentage. Or um, again, it's never really a a good answer for that because it just feels like a setup. But uh, I feel good. I feel healthy. Speed wise, I mean. Oh, I'm definitely fast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Adele, everything you're describing and getting acclimated here, you sound like you have a great deal of patience for this process. How hard was that to kind of mentally build that patience, given the last game we saw you and you were at the, the sport's highest level?
3: Uh. <laughs> It just was, it's a process. You know, it's hard when you you get to the pinnacle of, you know, the success in this sport and um, you feel like it was taken away from you. It wasn't something that was easy to live with. It was very hard to, to go through that. And then, you know, have surgery and your son be born four days after. And just, you know, so many mixed emotions uh, uh, that I've had to deal with over the years, but it kind of all gets put to rest, you know, now, cause it's like you're here. Um, and I'm just excited about that opportunity and just trying to, Again, keep gearing up to to when it's important, which is, uh, you know, we come back here at the end of July for camp and you're getting ready for the season. That's when it really matters. Not to say that anything else doesn't, but at the end of the day, you know, we could write all the stories in the world, but it it all comes down to what you do on the field during the season. How do you get
1: back on that Super Bowl? I mean, obviously, you have the championship ring forever, but, you
3: know, the setback you're describing, how do you get back on that? It sucks, you know, there's no way around it. It's literally, you know, you've dreamed of. You know, I've watched plenty of Super Bowls. Uh, and finally it was, you know, my opportunity and I was so locked in. I remember my mom and my people were like, I've never seen you, you know, like that before a game. And I would just, I could just feel it that day when I woke up, I knew that I was probably going to be the best person on the field. I had been feeling it all week um, and it just sucks. You know, I didn't get to live out that moment. It's not for the uh, Instagram posts or nothing like that. Like this is really, something I've dedicated my entire life to this game and this sport. And um, just wanted to have that moment, but uh, I told my, I think it was my pops. I said, you know, God had already came to me. He said, if I win the next time, hopefully this year you get an opportunity. Um, he said, I know the champagne was bitter, but we'll make sure that it's probably the best juice you ever tasted. And that's probably in my mind, that's just how I keep the perspective is that hopefully I'll get another opportunity to do that. Um, and you know, life happens to you. So you just got to keep, rolling with the flow of it, and we live and we learn.
2: Talk about, about speed.
3: How excited are you being part of someone like Lamar Jackson? Uh, I mean, it's, you know, one of the reasons why I signed here. Uh, you know, I've watched him for years. I watched him when he was at Louisville. Um, so I don't know who's faster, you know, I don't know if that the answer to that question, but he's definitely, we all know, one of the most electrifying players um, that we've seen at that position. Uh, and you know, one of my favorite players growing up, I'm sure he always used to get the comparison was Mike Vick, and um, he just he just has that um, he has that it to him. And I think um, I remember being in New York with Saquon Barkley and seeing another guy put on cleats, and you just know like they're special people. So I got to make sure I, I stay on my blocks and not get busy, you know, watching him when he's doing his thing. Sometimes you know you all, we all want to see it, but I, like I said, I'm excited about that opportunity. I think that was. Um, a lot of the reason why I signed.
1: Lamar said that in this offense that he feels he's going to be throwing more than running than ever before. As a passer, what what impressed you about Lamar and and what do you think as far as his his ceiling, as far as just throwing the ball?
3: Um, I mean, again, that's, you know, perception versus reality. I always talk to you about that. And um, he plays quarterback. You know, he's been throwing the ball all his life. Uh, And to watch him, you know, catch a few passes from earlier today, he's got a strong arm. it gets up on you fast, so um, I'm just excited about that. I know he wants to throw the ball. You know, um, I'll tell you this: I'll I'll take ten passes over ten runs all the time. So I'm all for it. You know, if we're if we're gonna air it out, that's that's fine with me. But uh, it's definitely about winning games. Um, so whatever that takes, you know, I've been from passing to always running the ball. I've been uh, I've been in the mix of both. Uh, also went to LSU, nothing, nothing against them. We, we ran the ball a lot. So um, I played a lot of football. I know, you know, the, the balance of both. I
1: know a lot about uh, the wide receiver talent level this season. Uh, John, as you said, you just could contend with some of the best that they've had here the, uh, uh, over their history. Does that mean anything to you? What does it mean to you? Uh,
3: I think I've just been, you know, guys come up to you and it's like, oh, I remember watching you in middle school. And it's like, you know, you start to it start to give you that, make you feel old kind of thing. And I just, I think I know what my role will be as far as, um, you know, coming out and, and being able to show it every day and being able to feed. And also feel like a good leader has to be a good follower. So just being able to be there for these guys, you know, questions that you need. And I might have questions myself. So just, you know, we're, we're all here to learn. Um, and I'm excited about that room. There's definitely a lot of talent in that room. Um, it's going to be a lot of competition for spots. So, you know, we just got to, we got to all work and work together. And uh, it it's definitely got a good feel in there.
0: But, you know, I see you wearing the Orioles hat. We all saw you at, at the pre it, it seems like you're kind of embracing the city, but how excited are you to be part of this community?
3: Um, you know, it's just, you know, I've heard a lot of great things about it. You know, Jamil McLean and I played together for, you know, the last year he played in the Giants and he just was telling me, he's like, you'll love it. Uh, you'll love the city. Um, probably don't get me in trouble now, but I'm not to say that I'm Aura's fan, you know, I got a team home my own, but I'm excited. I want to go to, want to go to a game and, and just check it out. Check out the atmosphere. It's just um, fully embracing exactly where I'm at right now and where my feet are at. And I think that's something that I've learned over this process is just being present um, and staying in the moment.
2: You talked about the room. Um, Bateman, obviously a younger receiver who's coming back from an injury. Um, you have a lot of experience with that. <laughs> Have you guys talked about that? Do you do you have, do you have wisdom to, to give him on that? Do you
3: feel like? Yeah, I definitely do. I know that um, it's never easy, but each injury's you know usually different. But it's just about helping each other out with the mentality and uh, you know when you come back from being injured, there's always that little bit of fear that you have to get over. You know, it's like you don't want it to happen again or whatever. So we haven't we haven't. You know talked about it as much in the room but he was training with me at exos and you know we chopped it up about it so i think he's heading in the right direction i think we're all gearing up getting ready um you know for the season
1: how do you confront that fear that you just talked about that you
3: know for me it was the very first time i just remember um just you just there's no really way except for the dive in you know there's no way to um, to go through it except to do it so it just was now I feel like after having surgery for the first time, like the second time, it came around. There really was no fear because it's like I've already, I've already, I already know what I've been through. Um, so just got to do it, I guess, you know. But um, it's just a mentality.
0: Father's Day is coming up. What's been your favorite thing about being a dad?
3: Every every moment, um, just watching, you know, his daily development and. Uh, but speaking more, you know, dad, dad, giving you love. Like, it just, it's crazy to see your little human, you know, grow up in front of your eyes. Um, and I love every minute, every second of it. He's here with me now, so it's like, you know, you can't wait to, you know, not to be done with work, but you can't wait to, like, go see him and be with him and just spend those moments and just really uh, cherish and value that time with him.
1: Odell, I knew you wouldn't be back unless you knew you are confident back to the level that you want to play at. Where does that confidence, though, come from? Because, you know, having that time off, I'm sure some people might have some doubts. Yeah,
3: I mean, I've been doubted all my life, so that's really, you know, for the other people to do, and that's their own, you know, that's that's what they got going on. That's not what I got going on. Um, But, yeah, the time off just allowed me to grow and learn, you know, because when it first happened, I just wasn't in the best of place uh, to even think about playing football again after I just – you know did that and got back on the horse and then it happens at the you know the worst moment and if you think about it it was it was the longest season for me ever because we made it to the super bowl I also started training since last november consistently so i was training you know it it was just a long season i was at the end i remember um you know cooper cup and i looked at i looked at each other and i was like i'm happy this is the last week because i can't do another one so um the doubts is for whoever has them to have them but that's not what um enters my mind and my body it's just something that i've carried myself with all my life i know what i could do i'm just excited about you know the, the it's still a process to get to um august and then getting into to camp so still got a lot of time yeah, like we, we can do a, one pretty, more
1: place it looks like you had a pretty fun offseason you know, going to monaco and the yeah. yeah. do, do you enjoy though getting back to, like you said,
3: this process of playing football? Yeah, Um, I think it's important to live life. You know, once you get here at the end of July, you're here until hopefully February 17th, and you spend every single day with these people, your teammates, your brothers, more than your your family. Um, And there is no time to go anywhere or do anything. And, you know, when I get to, like, an NBA Finals game and I'm sitting right there and I'm looking at Jamal Murray's uh, the intensity he has in his eyes, knowing he has an opportunity to win a ring, or you, you see these guys like it's, it's always motivating for me. Um, it's cool to like enjoy the atmosphere of a game, but I really go to watch like, as an athlete, not like a, a spectator. <laughs> like I really get motivated by watching my brother D. Book play, or watching LeBron play, watching KD, watching these guys who, in their respective sport, is the same mentality as I am, um, and they want to be great. So that's always fun. You know, I love being able to get out the country when I can. It was the only trip that I really had, so um, definitely excited about, you know, had had fun with that, but more excited about just it's finally getting close to time to, you know, be able to, to line up in a stadium again, and I have to watch it from the TV. (laughs)
0: out. <laughs> okay, oh, real quickly, I was just wondering DeAndre Hopkins is also on his free agency tour. I'm yeah. curious if you've had any exchanges with him or suggestions. And also to that end, do you think um there is there anything to prove with a wide receiver going over the 30-year mark?
3: Uh 30-year thir- mark? In terms of age. Oh. No, I mean if you could play, you could play. I don't really think age is, you know, more of a mindset and that might just be me trying to you know, not get old, but that's just how I feel. It's just really a mindset. Um, And, you know, we we both were in Arizona and we were joking way before the draft even happened, you know, about, you know, possibly going here. And I don't know what happens from here. You know, that's not not really my call. I'm not the GM or coach or anything like that. But um, I do know that he was, you know, kind of craving to be able to play football again. You know, he had a shorter season last year as well. uh, But he just... uh, don't know where he's going to end up, but I'm excited for him. Excited to watch him again. Um, and I think he can still ball f- from, from what i seen when we were working out. Odell, thank you. Yes, sir.
0: That was wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., the big free agent acquisition that the Ravens made this offseason. And another key player for the team is Justin Matabike. He is going into his fourth season. He came on really strong last year, and the Ravens have high hopes for what he'll be able to do this season and here's what he had to say going into his fourth year and the final year of his rookie
4: contract what's it like being back man after all that time off and now you look around the locker room and all these new additions of 2023 how's it been um it's been good it's been good to be back with the guys out on the grassland football field just building that team camaraderie and building the defense back together so we can set towards our goals for this upcoming year so
0: just as you look at this year, you know, Coach Arbor just talked about how they got high hopes for you and expecting to continue on your trajectory. What are your expectations
4: for yourself this year? Uh, just to keep working hard, um, just keep sharpening all my tools and stuff like that and just keep learning. Just keep being a better teammate, better player, um, stepping up on defense and, um, you know, just taking it one day at a time. You know, we have the ultimate goal as a team and we all know what that is. So it just it starts now
2: you're heading into the last year of your rookie deal does that add any greater urgency for you or i mean i, I, I know you've always you've always gone out at heart but is, it does it does it change anything for you
4: um you know everybody at this at point in their career when they're past three years they definitely get to this year and you know you can make it a bigger deal than it is or you can just put your head down and work hard and i choose to pick that route um every year is a big year, I feel like, so. It doesn't change nothing, you just keep working hard, you keep even sharpening and getting closer to the details and just try to be the best player you can be on and off the field and for your teammates. Has
2: there been any dialogue
3: about an extension or anything like
4: that for this? Team? Um, right right now I'm not even focused on that, honestly. I'm just trying to just um, put my head down and work, you know, and uh, focus on the guys, focus on these new rookies and showing them the way, the way, like, Clay's would show me the way, you know what I'm saying, and pass that down. so. You know, just trying to take it one day at a time, and keep working hard and show them how to work. Is,
1: is, it, is it a little different not having Calais, uh in, in the room now?
4: Yeah, a little bit. He's real loud, you know what I'm saying? He's the old vet, but, you know, he was he showed, showed us a lot of great things. And uh, I definitely want to pass that forward and just, you know, definitely be a, a, a leader by example. And when I feel like I need to say something, I'll say something. And, um, you know, just trying to work hard every day because we have an ultimate goal in mind.
3: Have you taken on more of a leadership role in the, in the room now? Um.
4: I, I, I think I would say so. A lot of the young guys ask me questions and stuff like that. They like the way I work and stuff like that. They tell me that. So, you know, I like to inform them about stuff that, you know, I was informed of by older guys and stuff like that. So, you know, just trying to pass it down, but also try to work hard and try to make sure that I'm leading by example and just doing the right things and just focusing on the little details more than anybody else.
0: Justin, do you guys get the chance to work with
4: Chuck Smith on the pass rush moves too, like the outside guys? Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, absolutely. I even worked with Chuck even uh, before he got here in Atlanta. And uh, so we had a relationship prior to him coming here. So when he came here as a team, I was like, oh, this is great. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're going to learn so much from you. So look, I'm, I'm excited. What makes him so special since you've worked with him? He played in the league. He's been in our shoes and, uh, you know, he knows what it takes to get, get to that quarterback. He knows what it takes to for the whole D line to be on the same accord so we can have a great rush playing. I feel like he's a great um, addition to our team. So I'm glad to have him here for real. Do you have a, a signature pass rush here. Uh, here? Nah, no, not, not a signature yet. I'm still working on it, but, you know, um, definitely club rip. That's what Chuck will be, be preaching, club rip, club rip. Don't forget the rip. If you do a great pass rush move, he'll show it on film. it look good. But if you don't have a rip, he's going to call you out on it. So he just focus on the little details, and that's what I love about him. How close did you watch the Lamar proceedings this pass? Say that one more time. How close did you watch the Lamar contract proceedings this past spring? Uh, honestly, I didn't give it too much attention. Um, you know, really my family was like, are y'all gonna sign him? y'all gonna sign him? I was like, I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm just focused on what I can control. That's, that, that's my main thing. I try to focus on things that I can control and let the rest and let the chips fall where they may. So I'm glad he's here and he's, he's a great quarterback and we all love him as a teammate, as a person. So, yeah. Hey Justin, beyond this camp, there's a month of freedom. How do you look at that? What do you do during it? and do you kind of get away from football completely? What's your approach? Um, i say definitely go tap in and see my family, but then after that, definitely get back to football. You know, camp is around, is around the corner. It's going to be here before we all know it. Um, you know, football is our life, so we definitely take it seriously and we do want to keep grinding, but also take time to see your family and see how they're doing and stuff like that and um, take care of your body and stuff like that, so. Justin, you said you
1: put focus on uh, sharpening all of your tools, with obviously a Is there anything that you kind of wanted to work on
4: uh I think we're gonna sack celebration, honestly. <laughs> to be honest. Huh? Uh I don't know yet. I'm still working on it. I'm trying to get some ideas. I'll let you know soon though. So all good? All right.
3: Thanks, Justin. No problem.
0: You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass podcast. That was defensive lineman Justin Matabike. You also had a chance to hear from Odell Beckham Jr. and head coach. John Harbaugh now if you want to get more information on everything happening during Ravens minicamp go ahead and check out the lounge podcast feed we have interviews as well as analysis that's going to be coming up from this week so go ahead subscribe to that feed as well if you haven't done so already leave a rating and a review here on the Ravens press pass podcast and make sure that you are subscribed that's it for us today but we're going to be back here tomorrow because there's more players including quarterback Lamar Jackson who's going to be talking with the media on Wednesday.